Joey. Check it now, looking good. <laughs> Suck that pussy. That I don't know. I'm sorry, Kevin. How does it go? I'm sorry, Kevin. What a way to start season four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> season four. Is that what oh next? shit! Holy we shit. are on season four. Wow. Is it season four? Season four. And when we four people have watched it. <laughs> Yo, we and got, we took we a four-month hiatus. Viewers, <laughs> we have 13 concurrent viewers. I, I, I yeah, read don't the stats. disrespect our listeners, okay? All 13 They're here for them. us. <laughs> hey, we keep getting followers and we're not putting shit out, so part of me That's says true. we should never put out another episode. That's true. <laughs> Listen, we're nearing... Speaking um, of which, speaking of which, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us at Flixfellas on YouTube, Flix underscore fellows on Instagram, and also Flixfellas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. We're nearing 100 subscribers on YouTube. Please help us make that push. And if we get to 500, Kevin will shave his head. <laughs> 500 yes. by March, by, by, by March. my birthday. Yeah. By March, please. and Go his subscribe. wedding is in July, so... Oh. It would be we so would good. love to see it. It would be well, wait, so good. There's plenty good. of time between March and July. You're never going to get Kevin. Back. <laughs> Your hair is thinning already, okay? It's not going to grow back. Whoa, whoa. I have beautiful hair. Not even to say that. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. All three of us, honestly, like this is this is the Flix Fellas podcast, but it's also like the the solid hair podcast. Like none of us have like like bad hairlines or like thinning hair. Yeah, got we've got some voluptuous hair. We really do. I have no lack. I don't know about hair. you guys, but I go to Top Notch Salon. They take care of me. Ad sponsor. Nice. Sponsor Top Notch. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, but yeah, yeah, thick hair squad. Um, so long hiatus. Long hiatus. It's been a while. What, uh, what have you guys been watching? What have you guys been streaming lately? I know we have one goal today for for one movie but any shows you're streaming like what have you guys been up to i am one episode behind currently on house of the dragon it's not really mm-hmm. a streaming show but it is uh you know each i've been watching it on hbo i haven't been watching it live so it feels like i'm streaming it busy summer everyone's been busy i'm engaged yeah kevin's engaged that's oh. a nuisance you're engaged what did you do us? <laughs> oh my god! Congrats to Kevin. Well, we weren't we weren't filming when I got engaged. Were we filming when you guys got engaged? When I was, yes. Not James was. was. No, maybe I think not we Joe. made like one episode when I was. I think our last. Oh, well, episode Joe's of engaged three. too. Yeah, we're all engaged. Cuffed. All the boys, listen, Flix fellows are engaged. You know what I watched last night? What? Tell us. One episode. I there's three out, I think, but I watched one episode on Hulu. It's called Reboot. It's a new show. Oh, it looks hard about that. Me. I've no, seen so many re- ads for it. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's it's actually not that bad at all. Oh, really? It's actually really? kind of funny. It's it actually looks a like decent a classic, sitcom. like early 2000s sitcom that is trying to be modern by being retro, and it just doesn't. They're, they're making fun of those. Yeah, okay. That's the whole point of the show is to make fun of like the the Full House reboot mm-hmm. and the like friends you know, reunion the Connors, which is a reboot of more whatever. satire than yeah like all yes and it's like it's keegan michael key i love uh, judy key. greer uh johnny knoxville were all on this show in like the the early 2000s and now hulu hulu is trying to reboot it like hulu is the, the That's so service funny. of the show <laughs> it's pretty meta it's pretty funny so just throwing that one out there how do we feel about keegan michael key doing another satire show after uh 
What was that movie we watched? Oh, the, God. That was horrible. Oh, you mean the, no, what oh was my that God. last one we watched? The Bubble. The Bubble. Yeah. The Bubble. I was going to say The Black Horrible. Box. That was garbage. <laughs> horrible. Yeah, it was garbage. That's horrible. why I think I'm hesitant to watch that show because right. the ads make it look similar to that. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't want to touch this. He's so funny, but, though. No, it's like, not he's bad. so funny. Like, especially in like skit he comedy, so he's funny. so funny. But I feel like so like I feel like some highlights from over the summer, at least for me, were like like House of the Dragon. I'm currently watching The Boys was a big one for the summer. I watched all the boys this summer. Um, oh yeah, I watched which I didn't think was it wasn't like again. It's like it wasn't bad, but it like has lost a lot of the luster that like the original season had. I could do a whole episode talking about the that last season of The Boys. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we will. Hey, comment below if you want maybe us to do that. We will. Um, but. The uh, the other thing, so something we I've been binging a ton is with Alex uh, is uh, we've actually gone back. I've never seen Friends ever, so I we've been going back and literally watching Friends from stem to stern, and we're like halfway through the show. Yeah, that's yeah. shocking that you've Friends has like I don't think I've never sat like I Jewel has had it on, people have had it on like in college and stuff. I don't think I've ever legitimately laughed. Dude, it's good. At friends. That's actually wrong. Or like chuckled. I, I promise yeah, you the writing no interest. Dude, the writing is so good. It's so good. Like especially com- compared to other like rom-com sitcom shows, like the the writing of Friends is funny. Like it actually is. I think I'm just a product of like how I met your mother and like I watched that like, like I think it's better. live on TV. Like no, no, like I get that. I just like I think I'm a product of that and going to friends just feels like a step backwards. And like, I don't have any interest because I feel like they're so similar, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways that yeah, I'm well, just like, eh. how I met your mother was born from yes. friends essentially. Yes, so it's, they laid the groundwork and then how I met your mother kind of re did it in a better way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Instead of a coffee shop, they're in a bar. With more of like a linear. Yeah. 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 It, they just like modernized it for like more yeah. adult TV. I did also watch Midnight Mass, which I know I've talked with Kev about. Still haven't watched it. We, you still we haven't watched about it? Starting it? Still haven't watched it. Uh, your mom was actually mm-hmm. the one who told me about it and yeah. got me into it. Um, so she did like it. Worth a watch, I think. Whether. It seems religious heavy, but it's not really. So, and, but just not as good as Hill House. So, I've heard because it's the same guy. That's the same. It's the same creators. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I kind of maybe liked it better than Hill House because I think Hill House okay. was trying to be like just too mysterious that it almost didn't make sense, and there's a lot yeah. of potholes. Whereas this show, like. It does make sense, but they don't tell you, like, why, essentially. But as a viewer, you know what's going on. It's, it's very weird, but you, I think if you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to spoil it. So, okay, I I'll liked it. it. I think it makes it easier to understand, almost. Yeah. Than Hill House. I've got two more, and then we'll jump into our actual show. One, I know James, ha- or uh, Joe hasn't watched. Don't know if James watched it yet, but... Andor on Netflix or Disney Plus. Didn't get a chance. Uh, fantastic for any listeners who are remotely interested in Star Wars. It's uh, a refreshing story in Star Wars. Um, no, like three episodes are out, no cameos, nothing like that. So it's very like contained and not very like 
servicey, which is good. Mm-hmm. Other one that you guys should watch if you haven't watched it yet. It's on Hulu. It's called The Patient. Have you watched? I started the that. Patient. I watched the first two episodes. I haven't finished because that's all that was out at the time and just forgot. I they're up to five. Don't love the thriller drama genre being told in episodes. Yes. I don't mind it. To me, it's a little, like... Very housey. You know what? I would rather wait until the whole season is out and then binge it because Mm -hmm. it's kind of leaves off with a cliffhanger and... After 20 minutes, I don't, I don't. I don't know how you haven't watched the third one yet. Well, I, do, I know, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like after 20 minutes, I don't want a cliffhanger every time, especially when you're going to release it weekly. So I'm kind of just waiting till they're all out, just Fair. so I can kind of binge it. Because mm-hmm. that's yeah, what TV has programmed me to do now. True. So all right. That's fair. Two, I had two. I know that we're like, you're like, all right, two more than we're done. Change. But I was like, we haven't Hit talked it. about the two bangers of the summer. Like literally the two biggest shows that came out of summer. First, Stranger Things. Stranger Things rocked. The fourth season rocked. It's the best season since the first. It's not as good as the first, but I think it's the best season since the first. And then Obi-Wan came know. out this summer, which was also a oh, yeah. Obi-Wan was a huge, yeah. huge success, in Obi-Wan, my opinion. Obi-Wan was great. Obi-Wan should have been a movie. Yes. Um, I don't think it needed the episodic format, and they put in a lot of things, I think, just because it was a TV show that yeah, they need to like, time. I think were relevant. Mm-hmm. And, um, but uh, fantastic Dude. all around that last episode was one of the best pieces of star Wars content I've consumed uh, in a long time. The Obi-Wan Darth Vader, like, like, like storyline, the untold storyline. Oh yeah. yeah. That's what it's about. You know what I mean? Like, well, I was just going to say spoiler alert if you haven't watched it yet. So I'll give the second, but man, that last fight was just, <sighs> awesome oh awesome love it seeing obi-wan throw up like the two fingers with the lightsaber up here it's amazing you're just like makes my little kids star (laughs) wars brain happy fuck yeah um and when he's like he's like uh you did not kill anakin i did did. or whatever it is it's it's such a good it's such a good storyline it's such or fail yeah yeah without further ado let's intro the Gray Man, our third film with the Russo brothers directing, written by Joe Russo, Christopher Marcus, and Stephen McFeely, starring Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Ana de Armas, and Billy Bob Thornton. The Gray Man is about when the CIA's most skilled operative, whose true identity is not known to anyone, accidentally uncovers the dark agency secrets, causing a psychopathic former colleague to put a bounty on his head, setting off a global manhunt by international assassins. A lot of action, a lot of drama. Kind of unique. We'll decide if that's true or not. Let's get into some first reactions. Kevin, hit us with your trash standard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my fucking shit opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, this one, I had been... Not avoiding, but I wasn't, like, ever jumping to watch it. Um, Julia had really wanted to watch it. I had a few folks kind of, you know, throw it on my radar and say, oh, it's really good. But the trailers, it just seemed forced and corny. And um, I know I don't like, like I say, I don't 
try not to watch trailers for things, but this one was hard to avoid and um, ended up watching it. And I, I had fun. Um, it, I thought it wasn't anything groundbreaking. Um, it stuck to like a very typical formula of the, the backstabbing like spy kind of formula, <laughs> you know, like, you know, there's going to be a twist and, you know, it's going to be the good guy. And like, it, it wasn't like it, it, nothing surprised me, I guess, in it. Um, but it was fun. Like I had a good time watching it. I liked the actors. Um, you know, the story was good. Like it kept me entertained maybe a little too long. Maybe it dragged a little bit here and there, but all in all, I, I had a good time and it, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. It wasn't a waste of my time. <laughs> Okay. I guess is, that's not is much that your, of a is that, Yeah, is that your bare minimum? Is like it didn't waste yeah, my time. Just, it didn't waste my time. <laughs> I don't want a refund. Yeah, exactly. I don't want a refund for my Netflix subscription. James, just... a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, James. Um, so I think honestly, I was disappointed. I think is one thing I'm going to say about this movie. Like, I don't think it did anything. I agree that I don't think it did anything terribly wrong. It definitely didn't do anything terribly right. Um, I was definitely, and I might be interpolating, uh, uh, knives out, be, yeah, interpolating, <laughs> uh, my inter the interpolation that I was making was essentially, <laughs> I saw Chris Evans and Ana de Armas and I was like, oh, like it gave me knives out vibes. And I was like, I'm excited. Cause he's like the, like, no spoiler alert for knives out, but like Chris Evans is like the snarky bad guy. And like Ana de Arma is like. And, like, she wasn't, like, kind of the, like, she doesn't know what's going on in this movie, but I see the combo in, like, a sort of action movie, and I was so impressed by Knives Out that I kind of wanted this to be on that same tier, but mm. I just kind of wasn't, like, and I don't think it was, like, I did like Chris Evans' character, it's just the the plot, like, this was a really, like, this was a relatively big cast, uh, this was a high-budget movie, uh, at least seemed like it, uh, and it definitely didn't take any risks, it didn't uh, like it didn't give me a compelling enough plot to really care what was going on. Like I was just kind of following the rivalry between Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans's characters. Um, all of the subplots I was not interested in. Like I was not really tied to Billy Bob Thornton's character. I was not really tied to the daughter. You know, um, so you know that my my overall thing is I think it wasn't. I, I agree that it didn't disappoint. It didn't thrill me. It didn't. It did disappoint me. Uh, but I don't know if that's my fault or the movie's fault. Uh, so what do you think, Joey? Yeah, no, I agree with both of you. I think that there was so much marketing done for this movie, like Kev said, that like it was hard to avoid any trailers or kind of um, spoilers into the, the plot of it. But like he also said, like I saw so much and it never excited me to be like, I have to watch this now. Like, I was very okay to wait and watch this movie for the podcast because it, I didn't want to be like, I need to watch this tonight type of thing. There were some movies over the summer that I was like, I know this is a Netflix original or I know this is an original and that we should wait till the podcast to watch. But I was like excited to watch and I watched it. This wasn't one of those. Um, there was some exciting moments to it. I think it start like the aesthetic of it. The Rooster Brothers do have a very like, artsy style to them which i kind of like and then sometimes i think they just overdo it where it feels a little cheesy but i get what you guys are saying too that like 
I don't know. I'm very conflicted with this one just because I think like it was very unrealistic. There was like James said, there's a lot of subplots that you just don't kind of really care about. There's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but it's just not nothing. It's a crazy. generic spy thriller. It's a super yeah, like spy it's thriller. nothing. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, we'll get into the spoil. It's hard to talk about this without saying spoilers. So that's why I'm like a little mm-hmm. jumpy here. But there really wasn't anything that I thought was like, oh my god, or didn't see that coming. Yeah. So I didn't love it, but I also was entertained for most of it. Yeah. Good entertaining aspect. From a critical analysis point, I think there was a lot of things wrong with it. With that, do you guys want to give our first hmm. reactions or do you want to... Not often are we in this uh, position. <laughs> not, not often I do know. we all agree on something. Usually it's... Yeah. I say something, Kevin says something, I'm like, I don't know if I agree. And Kevin goes, James, you're an idiot. <laughs> well, not often do we also agree we're all kind of wrong. in the middle on something like this. Usually it's like, one person loves it, one person hates it, one person lean... in the middle, or two and one. But yeah. this is the first time I think we all seem to be kind of. I really don't know where you guys like, are going to go. Truly neutral. Yeah. Yeah. So, James, why don't you start this one? I think I'm going to keep scrolling on this one uh, strictly mm-hmm. because so. this is if this movie was an hour and a half, I would click play. It's a two. It's over two hours. It's it's not worth it. It's not worth the time. Okay. Keep Kev. scrolling. Kevin. Uh I think I'm I think I'm clicking play. Uh, like I thought it was fun and entertaining and while it wasn't anything crazy, I don't think it's I don't think you should just ignore it if you have any interest in it. Like watch it. It's not going like it's not It's not a keep scrolling in my mind. Just hit play if if you're interested and and give it a watch cuz it won't I don't think it'll disappoint you. Like James is saying. I'm disappointed. I'm a disappointed father of this movie. <laughs> I had no hand in making it. I have no parental uh, like calls to this movie, but I'm disappointed. I'm not mad at this movie. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I think I'm leading Kevin where there is a great cast and great acting behind it that it's kind of... It, I'm not going to run and advertise this movie to everybody, but it's hard to say like it's a trash movie or it's terrible. I think there is good aspects to it that it's worth watching. I think I'm going to change my own mind once we get into the spoilers on this. Me too, Joey. But <laughs> what else is new? Look, there are movies that are hardcore, do not watch. This is not one of them. This has some good aspects to it. You will be entertained. It's a little long, but there's good acting. There's good dynamics to it. So I'm going to say press play for now. No. Also, it's Anna de Armas. She's hot. That's true. <laughs> She's absolutely beautiful. Oh She's and Chris Evans, beautiful. who's also hot. And Chris Evans. He is a daddy. He that is a super oh daddy. Gosh. All I'm hearing is I think Chris Evans is one of Kevin's hall passes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, uh, even if it wasn't my hall pass, like, I would ruin my life. <laughs> Captain America? I'd America's make ass? risky <laughs> decisions. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I would Adam Levine the shit out of Chris. <laughs> what a topical Anybody? current event. So funny. Yeah. That is so hey, funny. All right. yeah. That is our first reactions and our decisions. Let's take a word from our sponsor, and then we will get into the spoiler section where we will break down the movie even further and... Talk about some of the nitty-gritty details that we liked and hated. 
and welcome back. We, we back are, in it, boys. We're here. We are going to break down the Gray Man and okay, James. Why are you called the you, Gray Man? <laughs> <laughs> okay, do James. you not know <laughs> why he called the yeah, Gray Man? Yeah, you know, James. Oh, do they call them you the don't Gray Man? Fucking watch the movie. I obviously fucking watch no, the movie, dude. It's the fucking like the first. Like ten seconds. Literally, the they movie. live in the black between like, the black and white, and that they're not. Oh, that's like, the dumbest no, shit I've ever heard in my whole they life. They don't Dude, have I'm so like, much further scrolling now. I'm so much further. That's like so cringe. That's like literally so cringy. They <laughs> it's live very between cliche, the black and CIA. white. Yeah. Oh. It's like they don't have to play by the rules. Type <laughs> don't of thing. be such a snob, James. What are you talking about, bro? That shit's fucking cringe. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's no crazy. i i agree with james on that because i'm like okay this that was the first thing i was like this isn't a unique concept of like cia playing outside the boundaries of the law the rules like making up their own like game kind of thing they also didn't use like standard gray they used like fucking like, like special gray <laughs> Did you what? look up the fucking hex code for the, <laughs> the shade of gray? No, but they, they like no, they spelled G R A Y, not J G R E Y. You know, like G R A Y. No, gray I've is never the American understood way. The difference between the two. So, except I've always been nervous to spell it wrong. Like <laughs> one is always synonymous with one person. Well, you're you're literally on a podcast where you recorded. So Kevin, why don't you tell us how to spell gray? <laughs> you know, I'll be recording here forever. So why don't you confidently can... tell us how to spell gray? Because I'm not gonna help no. you. No. You can't touch your keyboard. How do you spell a four-letter word? That is a color, um, primary color that you've known since you were seven years old. I don't think I don't think James is understanding where I, where my head is at with this. I can spell gray. I know there's two well, ways to spell it, but I just never understood if like one was the right way and one was the wrong way. And I always got nervous if I spelled it one way, people would think I'm spelling the name of somebody. I shouldn't just be walking <laughs> around. So. I saw a TikTok once, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I liked it, and that's what I'm going with. And it was one of those, like, I'm an English teacher. Here's a life lesson you should know. And it was like, there's two ways to spell gray. If you are in America, which starts with an A, you spell the color with A. If you are in England, you spell it with an E. Uh, like, no mom, way. essentially. Like, no, but it's in all, England, they, they spell mom, You look mom, up gray M-U-A. in the Crayola box, it's G-R-E-Y. I'm telling you, dude, right now. Uh, hold on. I'm Googling Crayola colors. R R N. Joe Joe is right. Joe Gray is more common in the US G R A Y, while gray is more common in oh my other God. English speakers. You're right. G R E Y. Boom. Damn. He's right. He's literally correct. It literally says it right here. <laughs> Crazy. That's it. But well, we've spent most of this spoiler part of the podcast talking about the color gray. <laughs> It's the name of the fucking movie, guy, dude. <laughs> it's a generic spy thriller. What else do you want to fucking talk about? <laughs> the Bridgerton guy. Oh, yeah. Dude, fucking Snack McGee. <laughs> he's, like, low-key not that good of an actor. I know everyone really likes Bridgerton, oh, but he, he like, didn't really do it. Yeah, like, he was not good in this movie. He could yeah. be more a cliche bad guy. Yeah, like <laughs> he he was like stuffy, like stuffy, annoying behind the desk, like you know. I have a guy that's big, supposed yeah. to know everything that doesn't. 
He's like, I don't care that you could shoot a kid in the head. Just fucking shoot the guy that I want you to shoot. Yeah, like, like the CIA in this movie was my biggest gripe and, like, why I was like, okay, this is so stupid. And that's why I want to say, like, keep scrolling. But they also were, like, I would say about 30% of the movie, maybe even less. Like, there's a lot where they're not involved. Those two characters really bothered me. Yeah. Both of them. Literally the whole CIA, you're right, was super fucking annoying. I think there was a lot in this movie that was just, like, stupid. There was also just, like, no establishment of, like, what their roles were. Because I thought Billy Bob Thornton's character was succeeded by the Bridgerton guy. But at one point, they say that Suzanne's character was his... She was the successor. Yeah. It was like a different division. Yeah, it was like it was essentially like, like the whatever the six it, what is the what is the name of the the division is it called the Grey Men? Sigma isn't it like Sigma or something or whatever. Like the organization that Jake Gyllenhaal's character is like a part of, like the the people that Jake like Gyllenhaal. that they kill Ryan, Ryan Gosling. They look very similar, okay? Um Ryan Gosling. The Sierra program. Part of. Yeah, the Sierra program. Sierra program. So like the Sierra program was like the Billy Bob, Fitz, I'll say their names. Fitzroy's <laughs> character is his like creation, or he was like a part of its creation, and then like it was like a dinosaur that like uh, Carmichael inherited, but he didn't like it because he couldn't control them like Fitzroy could. Yes, so, but that's what I'm saying. Carmichael didn't assume Fitzroy's position. No, it he, was like, his... he absorbed it. He absorbed it. He was like, this where I would be under him, under Carmichael. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's my point. Is like, one, I feel like the CIA in all of these like spy movies gets a horrible rep because they're always like, yeah, we didn't really think this one through. We didn't come up with a backup yeah. plan. We just were like, let's see what happens. Let's hire some criminals who have yeah. no families and make them assassin. Like, I think the CIA is probably one of the, maybe the best run government agencies in the U.S. Mm-hmm. because of their success in accomplishing missions and remaining <laughs> and a not secret. what they do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, there's probably so much fucking shit that has happened that the CIA did. Like, we know that there's so much fucking shit that the CIA has done, and we've, like, we don't no know actually what yes. they're doing. And we will never fucking know. I'm pretty sure they killed fucking JFK. <laughs> I will stand behind that conspiracy until the day that I You're an fucking insane. die, dude. <laughs> no, I'm, dude, Kevin, literally all those, all those documents, all those documents, hold on, all Kevin, those documents, not... hold on. <laughs> I get my conspiracy segments, yeah. okay? All those documents were supposed to, yeah, put on your hats, people. All those documents were supposed to be declassified. Like, everything about JFK getting killed were supposed to be declassified, like, last year. And then they didn't declassify them for reasons of, like, national safety. Yeah. Like, literally, they kept them sealed because whatever is in there, if it came out, would cause, like, a threat to our national security. Why didn't... The CIA had to fucking kill them. Damn. Oh, okay. Back to the gray man. Anyway, this movie. <laughs> we appreciate the conspiracy theories, Kevin. Um, yeah, you got it. Honestly, I'm looking through my notes right now, and it's making me angry about this movie because hmm. one, I don't even need to convince you. You don't really, because I told you I was going to convince myself on this one. Mm-hmm. It's so the very first fight, I liked it. You know, the great camera angles. It's aesthetically pleasing. 
there's action, there's collateral damage going on. You want, you're invested. You want to make sure you're interested. And then he doesn't kill him right away. And he gives all this information of like, wait, I'm one of you predictable. Yes. You're next predictable here. Take this thing that you were about to kill me over. Like, yeah. Take this then, pot MacGuffin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and then they he takes it from him, knowing that it's probably going to put a target on his back, and he like yes acknowledges that. But then, like they were like, "Did he give you anything? Was there anything on his body?" He goes, "No, I didn't get anything. Nothing was on his body." As if like anyone's going to believe you. Like, why are you yeah. running? Why are you like? It just none of it Stupid. really like added up or made sense in that aspect. Yeah. It's like honestly, like the characters, like they had a like like talking about that. I feel like that kind of leads into the subplots, Joey. Like even though that's like a major point of the plot, like all the little side characters like just didn't mean anything. Like even like towards the end of the movie, you remember like uh, the uh, I can't say Danush or like whoever mm-hmm. like the like super effective assassin was that <laughs> like he like came in, kicked the crap out of. Uh, six and uh danny miranda and then leaves but then becomes like a good guy and like has a turn of heart at the very mm-hmm. end and like spares them like who the fuck is that guy he has no. nothing to do with yeah, but that, made sense. that I yeah, it wrote... no it doesn't but that yeah but it doesn't matter sense, i literally wrote that like, down like, i was like why does develop that... this character for no reason you yeah know what i mean i said why does the private assassin for hire care about dealing with honorable people because he says these are not honorable people i don't want to do business with them anymore like yeah bro you're you literally are taking blood literally money. like <laughs> hired to murder people and yeah. you care about like oh like oh this is your line it's, this is your date they, they and i get to it you. i'm not saying you can't have boundaries See, but, but yeah why say... this is such a side character i agree with you james like why are we concerned about it who cares? Yeah. Who fucking That's true, cares? But I hate, I hate, but I hate you saying like, oh, like he's just got to be this cold blooded. Like you can have like three dimensional characters. Agreed, but they shouldn't or be whatever. Like they shouldn't be this like, character they introduce in like the last third of the movie that again end up. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't spend a shitload of time. No, but, it's not like they did a whole I'm... scene on his background. They just like they just like literally yeah. had him say the line of like, I I don't think they're dishonorable. That's his backstory. Is that he's he does these illegal things, but he has some kind of code and they don't match that code. And that's what it turned. I don't know. I think you're being annoying, just harping on it too much. I'm just saying that it's like, a fucking action movie. It's dickhead. like, it's like a 15 minutes. <laughs> it's like, like his character development. Like he could have just been this badass assassin guy. Like, and then instead of like winning the fight, there's no, against, like three of them. In no, the no, movie. no. What I'm saying is, is like, they could have like in the, like his character development, even like that, like that doesn't add any depth to the movie. It just adds time. You know what I mean? Like it's annoying. And the movie was long already. I yeah, agree with I mean. Kev that it's okay to have like depth and a moral code to these characters. Yeah, it but doesn't give have that to, to like it, the main characters. No, 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 no yeah. It doesn't have to be so on the nose. Literally, he says like, quote unquote, mm. these are not honorable people. I don't want to do, like <laughs> we got that already from his visual expression of like when he learned that he was holding a kid captive like he shows like emotion and was like what kind of like shock like he could have mm-hmm. just been like shot them shot at them or like done something instead of saying it he could have done something to make it more like i am now turning against you and it would have been less like cheesy in my mind yes i don't think it's like the reason to not watch it it was just something i was like mm, not really 
it didn't really make sense. I can like forgive shit like this, like in a movie like this, where it's just like, this is just a campy action, like CIA movie. Like I can forgive like stuff like that. But at the same time, like you could probably make the argument that like they were probably trying harder than to just make a campy mm-hmm. it a high spy movie. movie. It was a high budget movie to be a yeah. regular run of the mill, you know. Do we think? And I hate to say it because I really like them, but can the Rus- do the Russo brothers just need to stick to comic adaptations? Yes. Yes. And Community. Yes. I don't know because i liked cherry and i did somewhat yeah, but like we didn't this. love cherry i like i think they do better and with cherry a adaptation material. than True. like you know what i mean like coming up with a, a new story for media you know yeah yeah i could see that because like the two things that they came up with without source material were very generic yeah the other stuff was not great like extraction i think extraction was way better than this movie though like I I would agree. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was better than this. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just super generic. Like yeah. super yeah, generic. Like, and but when you like have a, a second brain, you expect someone you expect more creative boundaries to be pushed. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um can we go a little bit forward, not too much further, the prog scene where Chris Evans' character is talking to about ten different assassin groups simultaneously. And they are just murdering everybody. Literally, Cops, kids, it's like a fucking people, war. Like, it looks like a war zone. There is no mm-hmm. exit strategy. There is no logic to why or how he's communicating mm-hmm. with all these different groups simultaneously. Yes. And they're all working against, like, kind of against each other. They start shooting at each other because they're all trying to get the cash. Like, the where's the fucking reward. military? Where's the military? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know. Jesus Christ! I thought thought the same thing. It was so Literally, stupid. I was... In addition, like, if if any, like, this is a CIA operation, right? So if any one of those, like, you know, U.S. militants or like U.S. mercenaries dies, and like they recover the body, and it's like it like is recovered and found to be like, oh, this is somehow connected to like a U.S. operation in Prague, where there was an open firefight in a square with civilians, like, that's that's it's making game global over. news. Yeah. Global <laughs> yeah. news, everyone loses their job. Global war. Like, yeah. yeah. Just, like, the U.S. literally just violated the fucking, like, literally every terms of yes. fucking anything mm. that they've ever signed. Yeah, like, and it's like, he gets away, he's like, I'm a private contractor, it doesn't matter, and I'm like, it still fucking matters. <laughs> it does. It does. You're 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 getting paid by the U.S. government. Yeah, like yeah. it just doesn't make sense. And they're like, oh, well, they're college friends, and that's why he hires him and trusts him. And it's like that's even worse. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a stupid thing. Right. Yes, yes, yes. right. Yeah, you know what the best way to explain you know an international catastrophe is nepotism. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're getting government contracts because of your ties to the people. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's illegal as well. <laughs> like, yeah. Can we also talk about the character at large of Suzanne? The anger mm-hmm. just yells. This is going to yes. sound sexist, and that is not my intention at all. Because <laughs> Joey's like, I love it. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. It's that her whole. She's 
angry at her boss the entire movie and yells at him. Mm-hmm. And I get it. It's your boss. There's only so much you can do. But, like, she yells at him. She tells me he's doing the wrong thing. Like, and yet she follows every order to the point of, like, murdering civilians. She might be the most annoying character in the whole movie. Yeah. And they never said, yes. like, I was expecting to say, like, oh, she was implicated in what the leaked documents were going to be, and that's why she's doing this. But they never say that. They never show her on any of the documents. Like, it's only about Carmichael, and she's just following his orders because they're, I guess, again, old college friends, which, like, is a weird yeah, it's twist stupid. to put it's it there that didn't really make point. sense. Yeah. I literally wrote down, Suzanne literally just yells and does nothing. That was my note about her. (laughs) She's bad at being bad. Yeah. I'm like, are you a bad guy or are you a good guy? Like, you're working for the government agency, so, like, you expect her to be good. They're clearly the bad guys in this. But she's supposed to be the one who has, like, the moral compass within Mm -hmm. the bad guys and yet just still proceeds to be bad and doesn't. And she's like, we can't have international catastrophes. Yeah. Yeah. And then proceeds to let international catastrophes happen. I did like Ryan Gosling's character, though. Like, I thought they fleshed him out really well. And, like, I thought, like, that might have been, like, one of the better things in the movie was just his character. I thought, like, it's Ryan Gosling. Like, he's always a good lead man. And, like, I thought that was good. And, like, as corny as chris evans was i still think he did a good job no i think so too playing that character yeah i really like the dynamic um, between the two of them yeah the reason the movie was watchable was because of those two in anna de armas those yep. are the, that is the reason this movie was at at all watchable mm-hmm. yeah any other notes i don't i don't think so again it's just super generic i thought the the niece was kind of fucking annoying <laughs> Or the granddaughter or whatever. I thought she was a non-factor. <laughs> she Which... was a non-factor. She was annoying as shit. It felt like they um, wrote out kind of the cliche staples of a action movie. And they were like, well, how do we make this not cliche? And they were like, and then it kind of veered off to create like seven different more steps that weren't yeah. necessary. And then but they were like, it was oh, still well, a cliche. And then it was still a cliche. Because they <laughs> didn't change like, right, well, we the cliche. They just the added more to it, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was mm-hmm. like... Still very cliche. Yeah. Okay. James, so you're very excited to give your score. But I'm going to go to Kevin first. Disrespectful. Absolutely disrespectful. How <laughs> dare you talk to me like that? Let's so start gonna... just tomato meter. Tomato meter. My God, James has got me saying stupid shit. <laughs> 51. 51. Dare you. (laughs) How dare you with your stupid (laughs) fucking face. (laughs) You're a fuckhead, Kevin. Because now I'm going to say what I said before, and it's going to sound like I'm prices writing you, but I said mine first. (laughs) Look, I'm going to do my hat like the douchebag that I am. Fine, Kevin. I'm going to say 56. 56. Not, not quite price what is, you. So, the reason... The, the reason I went... Oh, wow, you do look like a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, take that off. <laughs> now you still look oh like a douchebag. Oh my god, you bag. still look like a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
fuck you guys. Wait, turn the camera <laughs> off? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's way better. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the reason I went to Kevin first is because I know you said your numbers first, James, but I wasn't ready, so I wasn't paying attention, and that's your fault. Disrespectful. That is your fault. How dare you? Proper orders. All your fault. The tomato meter is 46. So you guys are both high. Kev is a little closer. Uh, Eat shit, James. You can Yeah. So, but let's move to the audience score because I think we're going to have some opinions on this one. I'm going to stick 51 then. 69. That was the tomato meter. 69. 51. And 69. The audience gave it 90%. Yeah, the audience is fucking 90. Dumb, dude. The audience Holy is cannolis. The audience is See, dumb. they had fun. No, they're stupid. Like I said, they're it's a fun stupid, movie. stupid, dumb sheeple. They're <laughs> stupid I fucking monkey brains I, going, duh, Chris Evans. I, I get that, though, because everyone I've <laughs> talked to who watched this movie was like, oh, that was a good movie. No, it's not. It was not a good movie. It was not. It was like a mediocre movie at best. The audience would disagree, James. What's the meta score? Was it better than uh did it score better than American, uh, American Pickle. Pickle? Was it like American Pickle like a Our benchmark? Love yeah. how that's the benchmark. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> the meta score for this one is a forty nine. And it's a little American higher. Pickle was I thought it was a forty five. Honestly, it could have changed because I think American Pickle American Pickle was like a, a fifty-eight. It's worse yes. than American Pickle. Yeah, American Pickle is by Metacritic it, I, standards. I would rather watch American Pickle again than watch this. James, you you pressed play on American Pickle. I did. I would rather watch that American Pickle than this. <laughs> That's what he said. He would rather. Pay, yeah. Oh God, maybe American Pickle was the best movie we watched so far. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm conflicted on this one, but. How about I start? Because I'm not. Let's start with James. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> this shit is, it's not dog, but it's like very mid. <laughs> not to speak in TikTok terms, but it's like, it's just not good. Like, it's just really not a good movie and it's long and they keep you there for a long time. And it's, the plots aren't interesting. What they spend time doing doesn't matter. And then like, it just makes the plot horribly generic. And they don't do anything by the end. The only reason it's interesting is because the acting was good. So for me, that's a that's a pass. It's a, it's a keep us scrolling. Before we keep going with this, there was one more note that I wanted to address. The end of this movie implies that there is a higher up person yes. above Carmichael who is kind I of calling the shots. I swear yeah. to God, if they make a single no, I swear to God. There's no address to it. There's no, like. They better not. There will, be there will not. They cannot do that to me. I'm wondering if they make six kind of like the next like action hero type of person. I'm like looking a, it up. Hold on. Maybe. Born almost. But. Do you think they're going to create a larger universe of like extraction in this movie? <laughs> the like extended the universe of the world? Theoretically, <laughs> they could. I. Honestly, I think it could help it. I think that would be a rare assistance where, like, the sequel kind of, like, makes the plot better. But 
Netflix's Gray Man uh, sequel is currently in its early development stage, but writer Stephen uh, McFeely is penning the script as we speak. Okay, so it's possible. That doesn't mean it's guaranteed. It's definitely going to happen. Guess we'll have to watch uh, and find out. <laughs> Kev, what's your verdict? On the audience score. Uh, I'm still watching. Like, press play. It's it's a solid flick. If you have any interest in it, just go watch it. It's fun, and you you will have a good time. I roll. <laughs> Horrible eye roll. I there's a lot I disagree with this movie in the way it was made, but I agree it's it's watchable, it's entertaining, and it's not my first choice, but doesn't mean you shouldn't watch it. Not my so, last. I'm a <laughs> first your last I'm a press. I'm gonna say press play on this one. You guys and it's are, reluctant you guys one, are insane. It's... You guys are insane. <laughs> don't even talk to me. I don't even I don't talk to you guys no more. Fuck you, James. <laughs> Strong start to season four. We love it. <laughs> Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube at FlixFellas. Follow us on Instagram at Flix underscore fellas. And listen toward the show wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on yeah. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I believe we're on iHeartRadio. Oh, and yeah. all the other major podcasts. Yo, share the podcast. Talk to people about it. Yeah, talk to people about it. Let us know if you agree or disagree with us. We love to comment and debate with our fans. Yeah. So. Listen, we want to hear from you. Let us know what you think. If we get enough people, we'll start releasing merch. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. Listen, if you got people that'll buy it, we already we'll, have. we'll sell it. We'll sell it. We technically <laughs> already have. Sure. If you subscribe to our Patreon for the right price, you get merch. That's true. Pre- pretty sure my cousin stole my Flixfellas shirt, so it's down in Florida, so maybe we'll get some. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Maybe we'll start asking Yeah, for that the Florida market, market prime. Yeah. Hey. Well, thank you all for listening. If you are still listening to this point, if not, you can't hear me. But we appreciate it. (laughs) And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. (laughs) Ciao, ciao. (laughs) Bring it back, season four. (laughs) Yeah.